My name is Laura Dawn, and you're listening to episode number 24 of the Psychedelic Leadership Podcast, featuring my conversation with the developer of the Trip app and a true embodiment of female psychedelic leadership, Corey Harrison. I don't really think about working for a company. I think about working for this medicine and this mission we have. And so us having a deep understanding of what that means, what these medicines are, where they come from, who they came from, the cultures that brought us to them, and the wisdom that stands behind it. When I think about psychedelic leadership, it is in service of those medicines that provide that wisdom, as well as the, what the wisdom is itself and, that, and the mission it stands for, and to ensure that everything I do is in service of that. To bring these medicines to the world is in service of that mission, because what the wisdom that can come from this medicine is, is what will change the world. And psychedelics have really shown me the divine feminine and the power behind that, and that it is a huge part of me that I've been smothering and ignoring and not letting forth, and for fear that that was weakness and that was not going to help me succeed in this world and not going to help me create the best products and lead the team. And it's just so not true. Like, I've just seen it's just so not true. Like, So I loved this conversation with Corey for a couple of different reasons. First of all, I mean, she's just a total badass. She is a woman leading a team of primarily men in the tech space, building an app to help support people navigate psychedelic journeys. I mean, there's something I just love about that. And so for this episode, I wanted to play with a little bit of a different format. I wanted to see if I could keep a conversation to under 30 minutes and still offer a lot of value. Because as some of you know, I am leading a big group this summer. I have over 30 people who have decided to join me for my three-month microdosing mastermind program, which I am so thrilled about. We are just about to get started. And so I have a really full plate this summer. And so I was asking myself, you know, how could I produce an episode that still packs a lot of value in 30 minutes or less that takes me eight hours or less to produce from start to finish? So this is the result of that. And I would love to hear your thoughts and to know what you think. And I love that this episode really focused on this topic of psychedelic leadership, which of course, you know, this is the psychedelic leadership podcast, but not every episode really hones in on the way that I'm, I'm really thinking about and framing psychedelic leadership. And that's just one of the reasons that I also really loved this episode with Corey, because when I asked her, her thoughts about what this notion of psychedelic leadership means to her, I mean, she just nailed it. And I, I just love the way that people are working with psychedelics and really implementing what they're learning as leaders in their space, in their domains. And you don't have to be in the psychedelic space to benefit and become a better leader from the work that you do with plant medicines. And I'm going to actually share uh, the next episode is going to be a solo episode. I'm going to talk about this concept of psychedelic leadership a little more. And I want to keep this intro uh, a little more brief today. Okay, so a couple of brief things that I want to mention before we get into the episode. I highly recommend downloading and checking out the Trip app, and I'll add that link in the show notes. 
And I also recommend that if you want to deepen on your path of personally working with psychedelics, especially if you're someone who is looking to step onto the path of holding space, the best place that we can really start is by learning how to hold space for ourselves. And so whether you want to support other people or just learn how to strengthen your own personal practice, I recommend checking out the Sacred Journey Work course created by Julian Vane and Jasper from the Fungi Academy. I've looked at their entire program. I think there's a lot of really good content there. And you can find the link on my resources page on my website and you can receive 15% off that program with the discount code LIVEFREE. And if you're a therapist and you're also looking to step onto the path of incorporating psychedelics into the work that you do with your clients, there's another program starting on May 20th. So that's just around the corner, just in a couple of days. And it's called Navigating Psychedelics for Clinicians and Therapists by the folks from Psychedelics Today. And you can get a discount on that as well. And links are in the show notes and on the resources page on my website. Also, I'm going to be speaking at the LAMPS Psychedelic Conference starting this weekend. It's May 21st to the 23rd. And one of the panels is on psychedelics and wellness. And I'm going to be speaking from the perspective of looking at the overlap between sacred plant medicines and creativity. And so if you want to tune into that conference, you can find links in the show notes. There's also a discount and a coupon code that you can receive through that link. And I'm going to leave you off with a song called Time for Greatness by Fia, who's just such a wonderful and beautiful musician, which just felt like a great fit for this particular episode and some of just the the real gems and the nuggets of wisdom that Corey shared here. And it's music like this that you can find on my four playlists for Psychedelic Journeys and Beyond. And one of those playlists is so great for a microdosing morning flow. And if you haven't yet received my free eight-day microdosing course and you'd like to check that out, both of those freebies are on livefreelauraD.com on the freebies tab. Also, just a quick heads up, Corey's audio wasn't super great on her end, so we just did the best that we could, which is, you know what, all you can ever do. All right, so without any further ado, this was a a nice short intro today, and here is my very succinct yet still very powerful conversation with Corey Harrison, developer of the Trip app. All right, Corey, so nice to have you on the show. I love that we're having this conversation. It's so nice to have just different versions of what psychedelic leadership really looks like. And I love that you are a woman leading a group of primarily men in the tech space, building an app to help people and support people with their psychedelic journeys. So I'd love to just start by asking you, you know, how how did this happen for you? How did you find yourself in this leadership position? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you. Oh gosh, how did I come across Field Trip? Well, the journey really started with my own experience with psychedelics. So a few years ago, having my own deep deep guided experience with 5-MeO DMT. Um, and that kind of set me down the path of leaning on consciousness expansion for my own personal growth. And just had a lot of transitional moments through that and melting rigidities that had built up over years and years and working in the tech space in San Francisco and really not living my truth in a lot of ways and also dealing with an eating disorder alongside that. So 
my guide really helped me along that. And I realized that psychedelics could be so powerful for helping one better understand their truth and starting to live it and shape their life in that way. So because of just my own transformation from it, I just started looking more into the space of who's doing this work. Um, you know, how can I be more supportive of it? At the time, I was running a consulting company in San Francisco, building apps from scratch for the health tech industry. So it was, it was health broadly. I was really focused on startups and companies that were looking to transform the healthcare space. So competitors to people like Parsley Health and One Medical and um, a lot on the diet and nutrition, holistic health side, but not thinking as much on the mental wellness. Um, but with the psychedelic transformation and me realizing that my mental health was might be the greatest pillar I'd been ignoring caused me to start looking at the space more. And at the time, and in, in the end of 2019, there weren't many companies working in psychedelics, but I came across Field Trip, which was in the early days. And, and they were looking to start a venture company at that time, um, investing in startups in the psychedelic space, but there were just wasn't enough. So they ended up deciding of being one of those companies themselves. And so I connected with Ronan and Joseph, uh, two of the founders. And at that point, they were looking to uh, raise their Series A. And a part of my consulting company was brokering deals between startups and uh, investors just through the network I had built in Silicon Valley at that point. So I helped them raise their Series A and they started talking more about the te technology strategy they wanted to have. And so at that point, it made more sense for me to come on full-time to help with their uh, product strategy and build out the Chip app, which we're going to talk about today, as well as our uh, patient portal technology, which is the supportive um, infrastructure for the clinic that we that we have across North America and Europe. Beautiful. I love that story. Thank you for sharing. And I just think that this is such a good example for people listening who are having their own healing processes with psychedelics and really creating fundamental transformation in our lives that we can actually step out and create something from that from that transformation. And you're such an amazing example of that. And that's such an, an amazing example of what psychedelic leadership really is. So for people listening who aren't familiar with the TRIP app, can you just give us a brief overview of what this app is? Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, so our, our approach to it, the, really the seedling behind it was going to be how we could reach the world with supporting people on this journey or leaning on conscious expansion and psychedelics for personal growth, knowing that we would not ever be able to reach everyone from our clinics. Uh, it's it's an expensive, high-touch, high uh, in-depth program, three to six weeks. It takes a lot out of you and a lot out of your time. And so people that aren't willing or able to go through that program are that might still be doing these experiences on their own at home and without the support and structure of a therapist or a guide or a clinic environment. So knowing that as regulations open, these medicines are becoming more and more available, we, we aren't at the same time training enough therapists to be able to support the world with the, these medicines. Technology really needs to come in to help educate and scale what we learn in our clinics and what we learn from these experts and these therapists that are doing their best to help people, but they can only do so one person at a time. And so how can we distill those learnings and create this lightweight, supportive tool and resource is going to be available to people 24 seven that are out in the world having these experiences and, and hearing more about how these medicines can really guide them and help them and transform them um, in a way that's going to be safe and, and truly transformative because we know 
that the psychedelics are really just the catalyst and it's everything around it. It's the preparation, it's what you do during, and it's what you do after for the integration that can really drive that change and healing. And so that is, that is really the impetus for trip. And um, we're really just leaning into that three tiered approach of preparation um, exploration, which is the experience itself, and then an integration, what people do afterwards and guiding them in that three-tiered process so that they feel like they have this helping hand throughout every step of the journey. Okay. So when someone is about to have a journey and they open up the app, what can we expect? Yeah. So it, starting a trip in the app itself guides you through a breathing exercise to kind of get you centered and pull you in. And then setting an intention and then selecting your music based on that intention. And then during the trip itself, there's a set of uh, guided meditation, audio guidance and different music as well that can cater you depending on what you're looking for. Um, so those are really whether you want to deepen your experience, whether you need to soothe a challenging trip or if you need help actually easing in or easing out. So all of that is sort of filtered and, and directed based in the app, but it's um, all that three-tiered approach of preparation, exploration, and integration. And the trip itself is is how they can actually track and keep, um, like, really journal these experiences. The way it kind of started was um, feeling like there isn't really a trip journal tool out there. Like, how can we keep track over time of the doses that we're taking, the type of medicines we're taking, how we felt before and after, and then the, the actual journaling practice that most of us have keeping all of that in one place, um, as well as the voice memos. So we have a voice memo feature during the trip itself, when you're not really in a state where you want to be typing on your phone, you can record thoughts that are saved with it. And so a lot of it is like documentation purposes that you can calibrate and learn over time, like what medicines did what to you and how you're going to learn from it and how you want to integrate those insights into your life. Oh, wonderful. I love that. What a great idea. And I'm sure that there's been some criticism around incorporating technology with a psychedelic experience. I know for me, when I'm working with psychedelics, I'm just like, I can't look at my phone. I can't <laughs> quite like it's, it's like electronics and psychedelics tend to like be like oil and water. So what are some of the criticisms mm -hmm. you've received and how do you respond to that? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a big one that we get. And, and I agree for the most part, like I think looking at it as purely a tool and understanding how much we already use our devices today and that it really is an extension of ourselves. People are using their phones for their trips. They use Spotify, they use their notes for journaling, they use voice memos for recording, they use their camera for taking photos to remember. It's it's being used today. Um, I mean, I, I, we created this for people as a support tool. Like we're never going to push people who don't like to use technology ever and like to go out into the woods with, and separate and not be around devices. That's fine. I have those experiences as well. And honestly, when I do that, I'll do that. But then I go back and I do like to track it on the app later, just so I have that in my notes um, as, as part of the experience and it's tracked in the app. But the way I like to respond is, is that it is an extension of ourselves and our devices in a lot of ways. And so just let's look at that in a positive light and think about it as a tool, a supportive arm. It's something that if you don't have access to a guide or you don't, you can't afford one, or you don't want to pay for one, or don't want to put that effort energy to find one, then it's, it's there for you and we're there for you. And that's really how I like to angle it. I like I'm, 
I'm like the worst marketing person on the planet because I just like, yeah, if you want to, like I do my best to create a useful tool and something that can help people and support them. But if they have their own practice and they don't like to touch any technology during it, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of support and education that can come through technology as well as connecting to other people and learning from each other. So there's a lot of good in technology today and it's just about using it in the right way. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. And I'm curious what you've learned, like what are some of the nuggets in terms of leadership that you've really taken away from, from leading this project with the group? Yeah, I think I'm uh, maybe a unique leader or maybe this is true leadership and managing and leadership are different, but I'm, I'm pretty hands-off and I've learned that that works really well. I, the way I think about it is a leader should set the North Star, the why of why we're doing this, why we're here, and um, basically create the container where your team is most motivated to do their best work and then letting them decide the how. So what I like to do is just think about my job as clearing their path, let them decide what the path is and every day how they're going to walk it but making sure there's no obstacles for them and that there's this container where they feel motivated and happy to do their work and regularly reminding them of what that North Star is that that they're creating the path towards. And so it is pretty hands-off, but it's it's hiring really smart, motivated people that are very mission-driven and value-aligned with this work because, and maybe that's unique, I, I, don't, I don't think every company really has that requirement to have every single hire be passionate about the work that's being done. But I think in the psychedelic space, these are such tender, sensitive experiences and the people that are creating what is going to be used by people in that sensitive state need to have that empathy and understanding or at least appreciation for how tender it is and how important it is that every single thing is thought through carefully and aligned with that North star. So everything from like a button copy to where it's placed to how a feature is presented to the content that goes into it to how things are messaged and presented. I think every little thing really needs to have that thought and care put into it. Um, and so that's, that's really like how I think about leadership, at least for, for what we do. Would you say that your actual psychedelic experiences have helped you to become a leader or have helped you to become more creative? Like, do you go into your psychedelic journeys and have any visions of what you're creating? Is that a part of your creative process at all? Mm, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just that empathy and understanding for what a psychedelic experience is, I think is really important and is woven into a lot of how I lead our team and direct that North Star and that vision and and how we design the app. Um, As far as how it's framed my leadership, I think it has changed me in a number of ways. And I I used to call it change, but I think it is really just going back to my truth, like the alchemist, like I was away from my truth and psychedelics have helped bring me back. And I think a lot of that is because working in the tech space in Silicon Valley and, and being surrounded by the masculine energy and just really trying to live that and, and be that and thinking that that's what leadership was like very, you know, direct and logic and data driven and action oriented and structured, just all the masculine energy, masculine driven, like what, it was driving what I thought leadership was and what success was. And psychedelics have really shown me the divine feminine and the power behind that. And that it is 
a huge part of me that I had been smothering and ignoring and not letting forth. And for fear that that was weakness and that was not going to help me succeed in this world and not going to help me create the best products and lead the team. And it's just so not true. Like I've just seen, it's just so not true. Like bringing my feminine energy forth with the empathy, creativity, intuition, and just receiving um, rather than, you know, what I mentioned with the masculine energy, I think has brought a lot of um, like, first of all, just, I feel better. I feel more aligned with my, my truth and myself and I enjoy the work more and I just feel more relaxed. I feel less rigid all the time. And so maybe that's part of why I've been a better leader because of it. But I also think that the feminine energy needs to come into leadership and, um, that us, that women and men need to be fearless around bringing that in and understanding that that is power just as much as the masculine energy is and it's just it's the other side of the yin yang and it needs to be invited to the table and I think that that's really framed a lot of how I think about leadership Mm. so love this and I'm curious so so being a woman and leading in the tech space with a predominantly male team when you have those moments where you're like okay real talk I am like being vulnerable. Do you find that you're being perceived as like, oh, she's just being a woman right now? Like, where is the place to actually bring in Mm -hmm. emotion as a female leader? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm sure that happens. And there's definitely stories in my head that when it's happening um, and before that would halt me and force me to go back into what I thought was safety zone of the masculine. But now I just hold my boundaries with it. And, um, sure it is, it is a problem and it's something I deal with today. And, and it's part of why I like to speak up about it. And I want to continue to more because it's just, our society defines the masculine as power and success and, and the feminine energy, the emotion isn't invited to the table as its own form of power. So I think it's, it's, it's going to be a societal change that's needed and it's something I'm up against regularly and I will say like I think uh women have a role in that too where we need to just hold our boundaries to it and be ourselves and bring that energy forth rather than speaking their language because we're good at speaking their language you know like we can just kind of step back and and speak our language that is the feminine energy too like we're receptive and we're intuitive to what's needed to be the most effective in every moment and to to what's going to connect with the energy of the other person but it's not going to make a change unless we start living our truth and speaking our truth um and accept like pushing against the consequences and having our own you know voice in it so I'm still figuring it out every day. I think for the most part, I just do my best to live in my truth and speak my truth and, uh, and, and encourage and empower my team and everyone else to always do the same. Um, but it's definitely a work in progress for me, our company and the world at large, I think. Mm, Okay. Corey, I want to put you on the hot seat here. Three words that immediately pop to mind when you think of the term psychedelic leadership. Mm integrity, intuition, and love. Beautiful. How do you think about psychedelic leadership? I think it's about being in service to the medicine 
Um, I think I don't really think about working for a company. I think about working for this medicine and this mission we have. And so us having a deep understanding of what that means, what these medicines are, where they come from, who they came from, the cultures that brought us to them and the wisdom that stands behind it. And so in service of that, that in service of the mission, so in service of the medicine and the mission, to me, the mission is empowering the world to be more conscious, compassionate, and connected. I mean, the common thread I find with all of my psychedelic experiences, especially with the deeper ones, is this oneness we all share, this, this cohesive consciousness we're just a part of, that we are one with every conscious being, uh, with nature, with other humans, with the world, with Mother Earth. And so that that sense of oneness, I can't think of anything that would empower more compassion and love is just this understanding that I am you, you are me, we are each other, we're breathing the same air, we are one with that tree. Like that sort of understanding, I think, is is such the core of what psychedelic experiences can bring to people. And so when I think about psychedelic leadership, it is in service of those medicines that provide that wisdom as well as the what the wisdom is itself and that in the mission it stands for and to ensure that everything I do is in service of that. To bring these medicines to the world is in service of that mission because what the wisdom that can come from this medicine is is what will change the world. And so that's really, that's the North Star that I spoke to earlier. It's just that super high level that I think we all share in the psychedelic space that we want the world to awaken to that wisdom and that the medicines are really going to be the core of where that comes from and having a respect and understanding for that. Mm, I couldn't have said that better myself. Corey, you are such a badass. I love you. This is amazing. <laughs> um, just as we leave off here, do you have any words of advice, inspiration for people who are listening to this who are like, yes, medicines are inspiring me to step out and create and launch projects and visions and who might be mm -hmm. facing that sort of their own edge or their own fear of being seen, of stepping out, fear of judgment, all the things that we face when we are, you know, I'm actually getting mm -hmm. chills saying this right now, but all of those things that we face when we have an idea and we have to be vulnerable enough to put ourselves out there and translate that vision into reality. Any parting words of inspiration yeah. and advice for people listening? Yeah, well, what always, I love that question. And I think about it regularly myself because we, a big, thing in my journey has been fear of rejection and fear of failing. And what helps me when I'm, when I go into that space is, is going back to that in service of the psychedelic and service of the mission. It is inherently selfless, inherently like egoless. And that is this work too, is just letting go of that internal story and like our gripping around their internal story that I am perfect or I'm good or I'm accepted. I belong. I'm loved. And the reality is we all are all just connected on this journey and this crazy chaotic dance. And the more you can just separate from that and realize that like you have your own purpose in this manifestation you're in and, and just having that understanding and carrying that with you and, and knowing that like, how can you get hurt if you aren't attached to anything? You know, if you aren't attached to this body and this identity and you purely are in service for that purpose. 
there there's nothing more freeing than that is just living a selfless purpose-driven life and like people don't actually like care you know like when you fail nobody cares like <laughs> i think there's just such story around like rejection and failure and it's all in your head like there's nothing more cool about trying like just get yourself out there because I, this space is it's not a zero-sum game there's massive opportunity out there and and it's, it's just getting started and the more minds the more heart-centered people in doing this work um the better and you know i i and that's why you and i talking like i just want to support everyone in this space i think that's sort of the ethos of the psychedelic community so like if people are listening to this and feel like they could learn from me please reach out i would more than welcome sharing my time and thoughts uh, to the extent that it could support awesome and how can people find you what's the best way for people to get in touch that's why you can do my website, coreyharrison.com. You can contact me on there. Okay, great. And I'll include that in the show notes. I love what you're up to. And if there's anything that I can do to support you too, Corey, besides putting out this episode and sharing your amazing wisdom that's thoughtful and heart-centered and concise and well, well-spoken, you're just so well-spoken. So I'm grateful for this time. Oh, and let me know if there's anything else I could do to support you. I got you. I got your back, girl. Likewise. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> I got you. Thank you so much for having me today. You're so welcome. Aloha. Hi, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Psychedelic Leadership Podcast. If you've been enjoying the show, I would so appreciate it if you could share it with a friend or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or leave me a review on iTunes. If you'd love to be in touch, feel free to reach out through my website, livefreelauraD.com or send me a message on Instagram at livefreelauraD. And that's also my same handle if you'd love to tune in to the weekly room I'm hosting in Clubhouse. I'm going to leave you with this song by Fia called Time of Greatness. Once again, my name is Laura Dawn, and you're listening to the Psychedelic Leadership Podcast. Until next time. I am looking at my life. It's better than a dream. So many things I prayed for are now reality. I'm traveling the road, sharing my medicine, a conscious creator, supporting healing. The world is a wild and beautiful place, we are constantly evolving as a human race. I truly believe this is a time for greatness. Everyone is invited to embody the light. Living life as love and shining bright The shackles of fear Breaking once and for all This is a song for all the Rainbow warriors The brilliant ones Leading the way Hey ah hey ah hey ah hey ah hey ah ho Hey ah hey ah hey ah ho choice there was only truth 
When I opened my eyes, I was brand new. I am forever free. Nothing in my way. Field of infinite wisdom. This is where I play. The world is a wild and beautiful place. We are constantly evolving as a human race. I truly believe this is a time for greatness. Everyone is invited to embody the light. Living life as love and shining bright. The shackles of fear breaking once and for all. Oh, this is a song for all the rainbow warriors, the brilliant ones leading the way. Hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, ho. Hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, ho. Hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, ho. Hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, hey, ah, ho. Consciousness weaving across our planet, remembering we are rising as one. The world is a wild and beautiful place. We are constantly evolving as a human race. I truly believe this is a time for greatness. Everyone is invited to embody the light. Living life as love and shining bright, the shackles of fear breaking once and for all. Oh, this is a song for all the rainbow warriors, the brilliant ones leading the way.